It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on everybody? My name is Colour Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my very healthy co-host, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? Oh, see what you've done there, Connor, is you've just lied to the audience because... Mm. I think it's safe to say both of us are not the pictures of health that we usually are. This week. <coughs> what? Oh, <laughs> perfectly timed. I didn't hear a perfectly timed cough. cough. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear. This. I think it's going to be a coffee week. Um, yeah. And it, now I have had a many PCR test done. Nothing serious. Just the dual general colds are back, Sean. Yeah, it's cold season. It, it, it's it's common cold season, and it's also gotten quite cold. Uh, and I also think, because we've been inside for a year and a half, I went out to do the shopping last week, and it was slightly cold. Your immune system is empty. You know, you, <laughs> you, you, like, don't. you don't have the reserve of germs built. I don't, look, I don't know how the body works, but I assume yeah. you collect germs like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And then you, you rub your face in dirt until you're immune, is what I've heard. That's, that's what I did as a child, yeah. I would just be put into various unsanitary situations. Just be like, <laughs> no, he'll be a god by the end of it. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! so john this is movie mondays now last week we did our very our very long and in-depth review of dune Dune, um, correct a movie that we bought very much i think it was just a lot of gushing over the film itself i think it yeah we genuinely enjoyed a movie and it was nice to talk about that with someone it's not often it's not after we get it's to rare, do that. Rare it happens yeah. these days. I have a very small thought on that, by the way, is that the more movies that have come out since, the more I keep taking back to our Black Widow review. And I'm like, were we too generous? <laughs> we may have been, know. you know. But it's because we, we, we were so starved for content yeah. for so long, I think. You're- Exactly. So we're back to regular movie news this week. And what that means is we have an extra week of news. 
Um, right. Now, I don't like to cover news stories that probably have been covered hundreds of times. There is one particular trailer that stars Mr. Jared Leto that we oh. will have to talk about. Patron um, saint of the pod, Jared Leto. He's the man who got us our big break. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I think, like, since then, there's been at least two new listeners. And they, I love the idea that they have no idea <laughs> who Jared Leto that is. Was, that was early doors as well, that we just decided to call him Jared Leto so we don't get... Copyright and we, deci- we decided to just like viciously attack him on a weekly basis. Yeah, because what's he going to do about it? Cry <laughs> in his billionaire mansion? <laughs> he's actually pretty ripped now. He's probably going to kick the shit out of us. That's ah, all CGI. It's like uh, it's like three hundred. It's like it's like Ghost Rider. He's he's Nicholas Cage Ghost Ridering it. <gasps> That's Nicholas Cage could still kick the shit out of us. Do you think Jared Leto is the modern like the the modern man's Nicholas Cage? Because he's been Ooh. in some good movies, but also some abssolute shit. <laughs> We're not talking about Jared until later on. Right, Sean, we'll get into it later. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that big burning question. That's a bit of a setup. <laughs> we'll answer, is he the new Nicolas Cage? Later on. But we're starting this week with a trailer that I feel like no other movie podcast will be covering this week, Sean. Yes. And... Because we're doing a trailer that's a few days old, I thought it was important we got hot on the scoop. We wanted we wanted just hot off the press. We're going to come first to this trailer because, ladies and gentlemen, the biggest trailer of 2021 has dropped. Um, and <laughs> Fuck Spider-Man, this, we said. Fuck Eternals. Fuck, fuck Batman. No need, right? Titan Season here. 1. Excellent. <laughs> fuck Batman. <laughs> what we have here is... The new trailer for Roland Emmerich's oh. Moonfall, Sean. Oh, it's good. Oh, you know it's good. <laughs> for anyone, by the way, there's multiple people like, what the fuck is Moonfall? What the fuck Sean, is Moonfall? Why are we talking about you, Moonfall? Can you describe why we like Moonfall and why we're discussing this? Um, okay, imagine a standard disaster movie, right? Yeah, so you, you Roland Emmerich's done them. Roland, big fan of him. You got sometimes like aliens, sometimes it's a big wave or something. Mm. But what if the enemy of the movie was the moon? And <laughs> we got to fight the moon. And, uh, the, and the moon is falling out of orbit. That's all we've gotten up to this point, that the moon is falling out of orbit and that's a disaster movie. <laughs> I This trailer <laughs> just keeps escalating. Yeah. Like, it never stops. Like, and I, don't, I think there's going to be another twist. I legitimately yeah. think this is not the end. Like, there is going to be a more batshit things to happen in this tra- in this so movie. There, there's hundreds of trailers. Like, every every week I do try and put the news together. And it's like, there's loads of trailers for all these different movies that nobody's ever going to see. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? But, especially these days. But in regards to this trailer, it really caught my eye. The very original teaser was just the headline of what if the moon <laughs> crashed into earth <laughs> and i just remember thinking how are we gonna win <laughs> what's the act three of that movie yeah like because one th- and I, I think i did this i'm not gonna go over it again because i think i did this the first time we talked about this trailer yes, i introduced it, introduced this movie to you and you couldn't wrap your head around that no because if the moon were to move like a meter even a millimeter yeah like, I cannot stress how tenuous that fucking balance is between Venice Earth's is survival and the moon. Yeah, Venice is flooded now. Fucking, it, it, like, 
it's it's going to throw everything out of whack. Like it's going to like all those asteroids that miss us by a fraction of an inch because the moon fucking boomerangs it. That 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 that's going to fuck us again. Yeah. Uh, and and Roland oh, Eric was the only man brave enough to tackle the option of we fought aliens. So someone's like, we, we've done all the alien movies, Roland. What are we going to do? What the fuck is up in space that we could use? Have we done the sun? We have done sunshine. Kind, yeah, it's kind of already been done. Um, uh, ooh, maybe I could. What's behind Mars, the sun? Mars, uh, no. Mars is too far away. No, <laughs> too Elon long. Musk has that capitalised. Uh, <laughs> the moon. Why don't the why doesn't the moon turn bad? But 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 the t- okay. And look, the premise for this trailer is yeah. a, is a wizened it's our old first man. Major trailer. Yeah, first like plot based trailer, uh, and we are going so in depth on this dumb movie. By the way, oh, we're uh, fully seeing this movie because nobody oh, we're else seeing will do this a review together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see it just to look at you when it's happening. <laughs> While the fucking the pearls fall in slow motion, but uh, the thing we have a wizened old man telling us, yeah. oh, uh, you know, July nineteen sixty nine, man lands on the moon. Uh, Donald Sutherland of Hunger Games uh, yes. and other things. But what, you were told that, like, oh, the astronauts lost contact with humanity for two minutes. They were all on their own in the universe. But they weren't. No, they weren't. There's inside the moon, there's a big microbot snake creature. The, the thing I was getting from this trailer is that. First, the first idea we thought of Roland, he's done Independence Day, he's done 2012, all that shit. Yeah. This time, he's bringing the moon. The moon is the enemy. We gotta destroy the moon. And so we were going in willy-nilly, just naively, thinking, well, we just gotta destroy the moon and then we win. But I feel like, by the way, that's not a win. <laughs> but no, what th- unless what you this replace does, it with another moon. What this trailer does is it gives you the idea that the moon is gonna crash into Earth. And then they decide, let's up the ante. A compelling concept on its own. (laughs) How are we going to up the ante? One, is it aliens? Is the moon actually an alien ship that is actually flying towards Earth? And then it introduces the nanobots from Big Hero 6. I was going to say Big Hero 6. (laughs) As as an enemy. (laughs) And I was just looking at this like, why did they do the moon thing if they're going to do the nanobots and the alien thing? I mean, un- what? Okay, what if? And well, actually, I'll get into theories in a sec. There, there is a point in this where they fly inside the moon, and it's a factory. Um, oh yeah, that's that's a whole whatever. <laughs> um, what if the aliens aren't bad, right? Because Roland Emmerich, one of the greatest filmmakers of our time, wants to send a message. You know, just because someone looks different and is comprised of billions of nanobots, yeah. doesn't mean they're the bad guy. It's a real so, hearty message. It is, isn't it? And so the moon, because of climate, is oh. falling out of orbit. Now, the, the aliens, they've lived peacefully for 50-odd years. They've not harmed anyone at all. They're trying to fix the moon rocket ship. and yeah, The moon is a ship, right? <laughs> yeah. We- What's up with this? This is like AI, where Brendan Gleeson pilots the moon. Uh <laughs> The more we talk about it, the better it gets. So, like, 
imagine trying to describe this plot to somebody who hasn't seen the trailer, which I'm assuming we're doing right now. Absolutely. I hope someone um, sees this movie just by context of what we describe it as. So, like, they have to go to the moon to destroy it because it's like the moon's coming to Earth. But when they get there, they realise, now, we don't have all the context. The the trailer just kind of gives you bits and pieces. But what I can gather is that the moon is not a moon, but in fact hollow. And within the moon, it's a spaceship. Are are you familiar with Star Wars A New Hope? (laughs) I have heard of it, yes. There's a very famous line. A throwaway line by a roguish individual. Uh, That's no moon. That's a space station. Right? Are they doing the Star Wars? I think Roland, like, they've they've gone beyond, like, Solo, where it's like, oh, let's explain how we got the Millennium Falcon and how we got, or, like, gone beyond Rogue One, where they take one line of text and make a movie out of it. Roland Emmerich has done that just with a concept of a moon being a space station, he's now making a movie about that. But can I just make the point, is that in this trailer, we see the moon, like, really, really close to Earth. Okay, like, really close. And they're all like, yes. the West Coast needs to evacuate. Yeah, which, the West the way, Coast of America. <laughs> the way, which, by the way, if that happened in real life, people would be on Twitter going, I'm not moving, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah you move, sheeple. The be on top of them. <laughs> Look at all these sheep are moving. I'm going to fight the moon. That's what I'm going to do. It would be the argument of like, oh, the moon always orbits. It always changes position in the sky. <laughs> Not fucking lengthwise. Like, <laughs> But like, even if the moon is a ship, right? Let's just think about yeah. it, right? The moon's a ship and they fly to Earth. But does that not tell us that they win immediately, even when they fly two inches closer to Earth? Yeah, Earth is gone. Fight over. Like, as soon as that moon moves, Earth is gone, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not a long fight, but the time they get here, we are well dead. How do you fight the moon? Because like, <laughs> it's a ship. So if they blow ship. it up, what's left? Yeah, it's like, oh. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. What if at the end of this movie, there's a new moon, but it's made of the nanobot aliens, and they reached an agreement with humanity that they How, were like... But... but what happens in the time between them fighting the aliens, the alien moving the moon, them fighting the aliens, and then at the end they go, ah, no, right, well, we'll put the moon back. But there's still there's still a whole two-day period there where there's no moon. That's and I feel thing. like that's too long. I feel like by the... Yeah, because by the time... The, like, to, 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 to plan a space mission... <laughs> right, it's to the pl- only reason I do this movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> Even... Even in a crisis situation, the logistics involved in getting a rocket off the ground. Yeah. By that time, the moon's damage has already been done. Also, evacuating the West Coast. How far? How far does that reach? How far east? How far east are you going? Because, like, do you just... Oh, you're in fucking Sacramento. Do you you hedge your bets? Uh, Fucking, like... Fuck, we're we're in Las Vegas. It's pretty pretty central, but, like... Do we... we Keep going. I don't know. That's like, like you'd feel great, like if you just stayed and your house is now like coast coastline property. <laughs> do, you, do you like the idea? People in New York, like lads, sit back. This is fucking pissed. Easy peasy. Off the moving edge. This moon's never gonna hit us. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that affect both coasts, though? 
I would assume it would affect everywhere. Every court. Like, Ireland is gone. If, oh, if it's dangerous enough, if it's dangerous enough to evacuate the west coast of America, Ireland mm. is just gone. Like, we're wiped out immediately. We're like 150th of the west coast of America. Yeah. I think we're not even New York, like, probably. I don't know how big no. things are. But oh, no, absolutely not. So we only have a population of, like, 5 million. That Yeah. And, like, a million of that is in Dublin. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, this movie, it stars Patrick Wilson. It's got Halle Berry. It's got John Bradley from Game of Thrones. I mean, Donald Sutherland's there. Very good cast. Charlie Plummer's in it. Roland Emmerich's the director. He wrote it as well. Sean, this is box office. This is going to make big money. I'm all in, Sean. This looks like Oscar winning. See, it depends what it comes up against, do you know? Like, I feel they could market this really, really well. as, And I think it could do as well as not a Fast and Furious movie now, but a Fast and Furious movie maybe 10 years ago. I think this movie does really, like, that level well. I think it's going to make $350 million. Apparently, that is a big fucking claim. <laughs> Apparently, Halle Berry has is the character that she plays in. They released the summary of the plot. Apparently, she re- thinks that she's convinced she has the key to save a all. Right? And um, does she tell anyone this? I think she goes to tell NASA, which I think would be the first people you tell. Uh, I would but at the same time, mere, we- mere, mere weeks before impact. She goes to NASA. The time frame is weeks. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's weeks. It's weeks. Yes. Weeks they're doing this over. Look, here's the thing. The boys went to the moon in 1969. They encountered aliens. They were interacted with two minutes. Nobody ever said nothing. Right? They came right. back. Turns out the fucking moon. Alien spaceship. Flying to Earth now. They want revenge for something we don't know what. Maybe the astronauts pissed them off somehow. How much Buzz damage could the three lads have done? <laughs> Buzz Aldrin gave the middle finger when he was leaving. <laughs> Fuckers! And then you have poor Michael Collins left on the ship. <laughs> he was the worst. He, he was he the was, worst. Yeah, he spray painted a dick on the moon. Back of the moon. <laughs> also, how much do you think? Do you think they're getting Pink Floyd for the soundtrack? Uh, I hope so. I hope they go all in. Because I feel like it's such a dumb idea. I think you have to go all in. You have to. I, and here's my want for the soundtrack. You get Fallout Boy. Alright? Oh, they redo the Ghostbusters team. Again. Again. They also redo the song from Big Hero 6 that they did. Oh, why would they need to (laughs) redo? It's their song. No, because they know they just say the word moon during the chorus. It's not immortals. No, it's, it's, it's moontals. <laughs> no, yeah. It's moon, but they try and stretch it over the syllables of immortals. <laughs> Patrick Stubbs like, it's not enough syllables, lads. It's just not. I can't do it. Moo. <laughs> 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 I think it's great. I just think, I think this is class. a great idea. Um, I'm genuinely mo- excited. Moonfall, Moonfall is coming out 2022, February 4th. Um, so early next year, Sean. We're all—it's four months away. I'm counting down. Do you know what's gas? That's the day before my anniversary. <laughs> so what if? <laughs> that's a fun date night. 
<laughs> Hello. How would you feel, my love? But, you know, just... I've been thinking of going to the cinema. What do you want to go yeah. see? I have an idea. Just a movie. Or, or no, what you do is you, you play dumb. You turn yeah. up and you go, what do they have on? Oh, what did they have? Oh, we've heard... arrived at exactly the right time to go see Moonfall. Oh, what? All other all other screens have been locked? Oh, no. <laughs> Remember I said I'd give you the moon and stars? <laughs> this is what I meant, baby. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. It's all been leading up to Moonfall. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should see other people. And so we're <laughs> We're moving on, John, to our next piece of news. Um, Moonfall, oh man, if you haven't seen that trailer, just go watch it. The hype is real. Uh, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm genuinely all in. I want to watch this movie now. I I want it to be terrible, but I also, but I think that would be good. I want it to be so bad that I enjoy it. Um, So we're moving on to our like the Meg. Uh, We're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it's. this news story really caught my eye because it involves your favourite DC cancelled film. Um, which, of the course, trench? was... The Trench. The Trench! Yes. Trench news! <laughs> it gets better and better. Can you remind everyone what The Trench was? So, have you ever seen Aquaman? Uh, yes. Which I rewatched the other day. That's, a, that's certainly a movie. It's the most middle-of-the-road thing I've ever seen, I think. Momoa's uh, got charisma, though. Oh, he does, and he, they fucking need it. But the trench is like, it's the Mariana Trench, and the idea is that when people from Atlantis went under the sea, they all adapted to different ocean climates, and the yes. trench all became uh, anglerfish people, basically. Like, they're savages, they're mindless, they're just they're just a horde of death that will always keep coming towards you. Uh and it's going to be a horror film. It's going to be a horror like film. A spin-off. Yeah, but at the end of the movie, <clears throat> at the end of Aquaman, Aquaman controls the creatures of the trench. Because yeah. he's Ocean Master or whatever. Uh, yeah, but, and so what? that was what we learned. And then it was, uh, we, t- we were like, that's a really weird idea for a movie when you haven't even really done a proper Flash movie yet. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think we have way. a Superman anymore. And- yeah, <laughs> we were like, let's do the fucking trench, lads. <laughs> this is what the people want. Um, but what we've learned this week is a bit more news about the cancelled Aquaman spinoff. Um, and this is, of course from James Wan, who was set to direct it, who yeah. was set to write it and direct it, and he directed Aquaman, I'm pretty sure. He did, yeah. As well. um, and James Wan did a, a recent tweet, or a post on Instagram, I should say, and he said, I'll let you all in on a little secret. The cancelled Aquaman spin-off The Trench was actually a secret Black Manta movie that we never got, Sean. What? Yes. What? But we had Black Manta. We but had his origin story. His own film. Oh, right. So Black... What So, mm, what happened to Black Manta at the end of Aquaman? Oh, um, he, he's still alive. He's reprising... Well, um, he's he's in the second one, so... Yeah, but see, like, fucking Black Widow got her own movie and she was very dead. Uh, <laughs> so it was actually... The trench was going to be a, a spin-off... That was going to reintroduce Black Manta in a sort of Black Adam Shazam kind of way, where you have the right. hero and then you have the villain, and he has his own film. Um, I don't know how you would make Black Manta like an anti-hero. So for anyone who has seen, I mean, 
in recent years, the main piece of like thing or the main thing that he's been in is probably Young Justice. Um, he's a big part of Young Justice season two, season one, and so I mean, Black Manta's a bad dude all yeah. all around, just a, a pretty fucked up dude, and he doesn't like Aquaman whatsoever. No, no, um, they do go away towards kind of giving him a reason, I suppose, in the movie. Like, Aquaman killed his father in front of him, and so it's a revenge kind of thing. Yeah, um, what's, uh, David Kane is... Yeah. Um, and he's he's defeated by Aquaman, but the mid credit scene of the movie sees him joining forces with Dr. Stephen Shin, played by Randall Park, Sean. Oh! Uh, who's <laughs> Stephen Shin? To be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> right. Let me hang on. DC Wiki. Uh, he's a marine biologist who became obsessed with Atlantis and Aquaman. Uh, yeah, big okay. character. Apparently, he has a red string wall of some kind. Oh, I love a red string wall. Love a red string wall. He's obsessed with finding out who Aquaman is, even though he very publicly takes selfies no and gives. He has no mask. He's just himself. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows him. He'll shout that Bruce Wayne is Batman. That's in, that's in, what he in does in front of the whole village. Does, it doesn't whole give village. a shit. Well, they're all getting ready for sing song time, Connor, aren't they? They are. Of course. What a weird scene. We went different ways. <laughs> but um, what would you have felt like having a Black Manta film coming? Call the trench, but I'm actually a black about Black Manta in a sort of Black Adam Shazam kind of way. I don't. I don't. I I don't like it as much as having. Like, I think it would be better with, like, Aquaman or Momoa, because then you see a character who we're fully aware of their skill set, and then they're on the back foot. Whereas, like, Black Manta, for all the Atlantean tech and suit and everything like that, he is just a regular man. Uh, That's cool, though. Does look very cool. It's a very cool suit. I like it very much. Um, But I just think... I, I... for the horror side of it to work, I think it works better with a character that we know and like, rather than I, the villain from yeah. the last movie. I do think that, um, I just see this, this is just a small story that caught my eye, I was like, would that have been better? And I was like, it would have been better in the world, but then I still think, it's called The Trench, it's probably not, it's an Aquaman spin-off to a movie that was fine. Um, yeah. So, I'm, I don't know if it would have... It's probably a good idea to cancel it. Um, did you hear the news this week that uh, they cancelled the new... Do you remember New Gods was going to be in the new DC yeah. uh, movie? And then th- that was cancelled along with the trench. And then it came out that uh, Ava DuVernay... I think I'm pronouncing her name right. Maybe it might be slightly wrong. But she came out. She was meant to direct it. Yeah. And they cancelled that because Darkseid is a big part of New Gods. Um, right. And Zack Snyder's movie didn't do well, <laughs> and so, so she lost they just cancelled it. <laughs> that's that's not great. Just do Darkseid again, like you know. There's a bunch of Marvel stuff that didn't do well, but they'll just keep going. I've yet to see Eternals. We'll see what happens there. Uh, mm. But uh, like, it 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 wasn't there meant to be a Justice League Dark thing as well with like. Zatanna and Constantine and all uh, that. Kind yeah, of that stuff. that was rumored as well. Yeah, around the same uh, time as this is why I'm thinking. Uh, but I think they'll probably end up just doing them with HBO Max. That's what they're kind of doing. With all that's what they did with the Batgirl film as well. Maybe yeah. Wouldn't it be? It'd be cool to have like a 
if we were to do the trench, me and you, uh, I think we would do <laughs> like me and hey, you. that could okay. see that could work as a series, like a six episode escape from the trench kind of scenario. Ooh, uh, like Squid Game, like Squid Game, uh, like yeah, like kind <laughs> of a because water and ocean and stuff, you know, yeah. squids, uh, yeah. you know, like remake that, Squid Game. But just Remi- plagiarise it. Don't say anything. It's underwater just, now. Look, just give me an American PG-13 Squid Game remake, please. <laughs> you know that's, that's coming. Oh, Everyone oh, prepare themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, Joel McHale's going to be the cop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joel McHale is the cop. <laughs> Chris Pratt is going to voice everyone. <laughs> Moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. <laughs> oh. Chris Pratt. Will Voice, he's got a new gig. And I was thinking he didn't have enough gigs in Hollywood. And it's funny you brought that up, because I was going to do a different story. But that leads us on to one perfect. of the stories we were going to get to this week. And that I've is been putting in extra hours Pratt. at the Segway factory this week. Thank you. Uh, at the, <laughs> Chris Pratt will be doing another voice shot. So a few weeks ago, we heard the amazing news. He's going to be yeah. Mario. And he's perfectly cast in that role. Finally. Um, finally, said we. F- <laughs> there was petitions after petitions <laughs> and finally we got what we wanted it was going to be Mario um, and now all of my online petitions have worked again because yeah. I was non-stop saying Bill Murray shit Chris Pratt savage yeah yeah two <laughs> petitions going John Krasinski for Mr. Fantastic and Chris Pratt for a Garfield <laughs> Garfield, because Chris Pratt will be voicing Garfield in a new animated movie, Sean. This guy just, I don't know what he's doing with the Hollywood creators, but yeah. they're all over him at the minute. I, I think it's a weird byproduct of people not liking that he was cast as Mario, that it's free advertising. Like, if you just cast, if you cast Chris Pratt in any voice role for the next year and a half, everyone is going to talk about it. And it's got to be, like, p- characters that were famous in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, Chris Pratt as Captain Caveman. Captain Planet. Bring him back as Captain Planet. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, Chris Pratt as... You know, actually, you want one that's going to fuck with people. You oh. get Chris Pratt as Scrooge McDuck in a DuckTales movie. Oh, fuck. It's Chris Pratt as all four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's not <laughs> bad, actually. <laughs> Just Annie's Master Splinter. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and he's like try- but he keeps like changing his voice slightly so you can tell yeah and can Stephen Amell still be Casey Jones uh, yeah but he's real life <laughs> yeah, oh yeah he's live action yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean how do you feel about Chris Pratt as Garfield I mean it's a movie we definitely won't see no Is it's it like it's yeah it's a nothing it, do- it makes no difference to anyone's life except all the people employed by the production company, fair enough. Uh, but, like, I, 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 this is going to be about as good as, like, Scoob and Trolls World Tour. Like, they're not made for us, and that's totally fine. Yeah, I think the internet, like, kind of blows up whenever uh, whenever Chris Pratt is in something now, especially after the Mario news. Everyone's kind of like, hang on a minute. But at the end of the day, none of us are going to go see, see this. It doesn't really matter. Um, no. It's just a bit of a weird casting that they probably should have cast somebody better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you could do, like, what if he's, like, uh, see, they already did Mewtwo in Detective yeah. Pikachu, but if Chris Pratt was cast as Mewtwo, that would have the same reaction. And recast him as Pikachu as well. 
Yeah, overwrite Reynolds. Yeah, because nobody likes Reynolds. Everybody's in on Pratt. Everyone knows that. He's the hottest thing in Hollywood right now. Yes. <laughs> Apparently. I, I love the idea that like people are now cashing in. They're just like, fuck, 2014 Guards of the Galaxy star. He's pretty good. Yeah, do you know what I think? I think that like Guardians got put on hold. Until, and now like, he's just 20. free time. He just has, he's had free time. He's been locked down. Uh, he doesn't want to do the Marvel workout for a little while, so he's just going to do voice stuff for a bit. Yeah, dead right. Um, so we're moving on to to another two beefy men, Sean. Oh. And this new story caught my eye because I think this is this is big news, and it's only come out in the last day or so. And that is about Vin Diesel and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is this um, not the ongoing feud between the this two actors? It's about the ongoing feud, Sean. So, a few years ago, these two were, of course, in, I think it was Fast 8 when the feud started. It might have been Fast 7. But basically meant, in real life, they kind of didn't get on. And yeah. it's weird because The Rock gets on with everyone. So I just assumed it's just kind of a ploy to sell the movie. Oh, they really don't like each other this time, guys. Oh, yeah. oh this is um, all these are always on each other's throats. And I just assumed, right, they're just going to make a few sales because people are <laughs> buying it just for the sake of, like, I wonder if they'll fight. But then yeah. when you watch the film, say, eight, I don't know if he wasn't in nine, might have been seven, they're not in a lot of scenes together. And The Rock is in it and Vin Diesel is in it, but they're never really in the same scene except the very, very end shot. And yeah, like, where they have hmm, to be. <laughs> interesting. Um, and then, of course, The Rock went off and did Hobbs and Shaw, and he didn't come back for Fast and Furious 9, uh, which is no. a ridiculous movie. Seen it. <laughs> Ludicrous. They Ludicrous. Lost is he in it as well? Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Um, and Vin Diesel was still there. Um, and what happened is now they're doing Fast and Furious 10. So right. Hobbs and Shaw, Rock is off doing Hobbs and Shaw, um, and he has really no interest to show him back up. Vin Diesel says they're ending Fast and Furious on Fast 10. Um, here's the take, Sean. Fast 10 has needed The Rock to really big it up. And what Vin yeah. Diesel has done is he's called for a truce with The Rock and asked him to show up in Fast and Furious 10 in a social media post that really caught my eye just for how cringe it is <laughs> that it's... I thought you might like. Sounds pretty desperate. I haven't read this post because I assume it would come up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the first four words to you, Sean. My yeah. little brother Dwayne. Oh, bad start. Oh, bad start, Vinny. He's D. on the back foot. He's already yeah. on the back foot because he's a big man. He's a big man. He doesn't want to be called little anything. And of course, there are all the contracts have come out where they were like, we can't get beaten in a fight, or you can't get punched more than like six times in a fight, yeah. and all that shit. Like, really weird stuff going on. But I love the idea that like he's like, we need your help, man. But also, you're a little fucking bitch. I'm massive. Of yeah. all the fights to pick with the Rock, do not go for his size. Surely. No, that's one of the things that he's known for. Like uh, my little brother Dwayne, the time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast and Furious. As you know, my children have referred to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that day and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfil my promise. To Pablo, I swore that we would reach and manifest the best Fast finale, finale ever in 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. 
Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can be played by no other. I hope you rise to the occasion and fulfil your destiny. Wow. Surely this is a conversation that should be had with managers and contract lawyers and things like if that. If ever I've seen a post to kind of put the rock in a shit corner, then he has yeah. to now do it. There's no way he can't. But I think everyone would be fully behind him if he said nah. Like just if he just it. turn heel and just be like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm doing Hobbs and Shaw too. <laughs> yeah, that's what you all want, people. Like it's just a fucking... It's a very arsehole move to, to put someone in that position. I mean, look, that's how you got me on this podcast, to be fair. So true. it does work. That is true. I kept doing Instagram posts. Yeah. <laughs> My little brother, Sean, <laughs> must fulfill your destiny. Oh, this is it? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just... do Vin Diesel, he kind of gives me a bit of a strange vibe. I, I've kind of always said yeah, that. I don't like, know what it is. I feel like for the longest time I thought he was just grand, but recently the more I've seen of him, he's just like he's off a little bit. Like he just <laughs> he doesn't quite know like, how to be sound. Like he's like he's not actively wrong, but he's a bit off, is what I would say. So I wouldn't go. Oh, I dislike him. Like I hate him. No, no, but no, no. Whenever I see him, I think mm, there's I something. Wouldn't, I don't I wouldn't know sit what beside him at a party. Like, no, would, if there was a party, I would let him sit on the other side. That's yeah, exactly. Or if you're at a, a table with like a few people, people you don't get want up, him in the left blue and right. get drinks. No, you don't want him left or right. Yeah, you don't want to be left alone at the table either. Because <laughs> no. uh, then he'll, he'll I, I, like I feel he'd start talking about NFTs, but without knowing what they are. <laughs> but with the confidence of a man who knows. Yeah, exactly. Like, or he'll he'll try and turn me on to this new form of like energy fuel paste that he I, slathers on himself um, <laughs> is the rock going to be in fast and furious 10 and if he i mean oh, he no. has to be now surely i i think he does i think I, I also think this is probably the marketing department told vin diesel to do this uh but i you don't know, think he did it off his own back sitting on the couch like i i, I guarantee i bet he did he's kind of weird <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, but like I, I imagine they will pay the rock an extortionate amount of money oh yeah i think the real social media post should have been we'll give you 50 million dollars <laughs> just yeah. do the movie well yeah or like look we'll tell everyone you did it out of good faith but really Fifty percent of the gross, like the <laughs> fifty, and they all make a billion dollars. Yeah, fifty percent of the gross, rock. We just need you for three days filament. We'll get you in, get you out. We just need 75. the family, La Familia, at the end. <laughs> we need to assemble La Familia. You can do Hobbs and Shaw for the rest of your life. You yeah. want to? You want Jungle Cruise? We'll give you Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Vin Diesel has no control over Jungle Cruise. Just, He's like, I'll fucking give it to you. I'll fight. No, out sorry, Hobbs. Hobbs becomes the captain of the Jungle Cruise. Oh, that's good. And Shaw yeah. has to save him? Maybe. Oh. So it's a, that's the B-plot. And then at the end, all of the cars land on the raft. <laughs> and Emily Blood's like, what the fuck is going on? What's this going is on weird. <laughs> but then she pulls up her umbrella and flies away. And oh, then the noise monsters come and attack. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the cars would be so loud, Sean. Those nice monsters would eat Vin Diesel alive. That's it. And then uh, Tom Cruise wakes up on that battleship. Do you know what? 
by the way, the movie mm. crossover we all need is the Fast and Furious crew against the aliens from A Quiet Place. That's, yeah, that's busted. Because Fast and Furious family, they can't die. They're literally invincible. Like, nothing kills them. The monsters in A Quiet Place kill everything. They just yeah. annihilate anything in their path. What happens? Unstoppable force, a movable object, I think. Mm. Uh, and then... I, 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 yeah, I feel like the fast crew would probably take it. But then... <laughs> but, but it needs to escalate. It needs to... Like, you have the, a quiet place first. They defeat all the aliens through the power of La Familia and all honking their horns at the same time. And then... <laughs> what they do is they turn around... And oh, it's Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith from Men in Black. <laughs> and they're like, we need your help. And so they finish all of that stuff. And then, mm. I mean, what's, what's next? Jump Street, I suppose. That has to be brought you, in there here's somewhere. Here's the thing, by the way. This conversation has happened in a conference room somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, how the fuck do we throw these together? We need more money. Because <laughs> people aren't going to go see original ideas. Fuck that. Hear me out, Okay. End game. Final battle. Portals open. <laughs> On your left cap. Vroom, vroom into the fucking portal. You just hear the afterburner and then you just see a flash. <laughs> and there's just like a slight moment where, and then Steve turned around and he's like, is that Cuban Noss? <laughs> oh, that's Cuban Noss. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this involves one of our favourite directors working today, uh, Mr. Oh. Edgar Wright. Yes. Um, he, orig- he is currently out promoting his new film, which is Last Night in Soho. Yeah, which and is like so hard to watch in Ireland, by the way. It's in like no theatres. Yeah, it's almost impossible. Um, yeah. But uh, but he's he's one to kind of go around through genres. He kind of picks and chooses. Now, of course, he's done Hot Fuzz, Shaw of the Dead. Now he's done Last Night in Soho. He did Baby Driver all over the place. Um, yeah. And he doesn't normally do sequels ever at all, really. Yeah. Um, and they've kind of asked him about Baby Driver 2 as well. He's kind of like, I'd only really come back if there was something really cool that I thought of. Um, but most of the time, he doesn't like doing that. What they've asked him this time, though, is because he's doing the press tour, they're asking him about different projects of, like, what's next? What are you doing next? And the thing that he pitched was, not well, not pitched, but it brought up of his own volition, is a James Bond movie, Sean. Because oh. last night in Soho director Edgar Wright wants to pitch a James Bond film to MGM. <laughs> Fuck me. So I mean, they're just printing money. My question to you, Sean, is you, of course, notoriously not a big fan of James Bond, find it no. quite boring. Not big my thing. fan of Edgar Wright. Yeah. Do you think if Edgar Wright came in to do a James Bond film, you'd be excited for a James Bond film in a way? I think way? probably for the first time ever, yeah. Um like but like I I see I want that, but also I was really excited for Ant Man. Because Edgar Wright was supposed to direct that. True. But the studio put like blinders on him and tried to steer him in a certain direction. Now, if I was to say there was any studio in the world outside of Disney that would do that to a director, MGM is probably up there. Specifically with the James Bond franchise. Oh, it's their, it's their baby. Yeah, like it's their... No, it's it, it's always the same and he's always a bastard. Like, I, uh, I don't think they're looking for clever ideas now maybe I'm wrong because they did do Casino Royale 
uh, and that was a big shift from what came before. But I don't know that they're that I don't know that they would let Edgar Wright just do Edgar Wright on this. So he actually has kind of come out and said that of all the names being bandied around at the minute, I can't quite see any of them. In terms to me, they feel like Daniel Craig too. And mm. he said, like, he started off by saying, oh, Daniel Craig's done a great job, of course, an incredible um, stamp on the franchise, all that kind of stuff. Um, and he says, I don't think there's anything to be gained by continuing in the same vein. And I would certainly think that it would be interesting to try, and I mean, do have a take, whichever they ask me. I'll definitely pitch it to them. So I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I do have an idea. Um and so what he's saying is that he doesn't really want any of the names being thrown around. And if he's going to do it, he's not going to redo something along the same lines of what they've done. Yeah. I mean, now the more he talks about it, the more I'm kind of like, holy shit, this could be like weirdly good. I never was going to think of putting these two together. But... No, but the thing is as well, would you rather that or would you rather just Edgar Wright make a spy movie? No, like, I. You know what? I think I'd like him to see see what he does with James Bond. Really? Because I think that's a harder job. I think he could easily do an amazing spy movie and just knock it out of the park. And everyone's like, "Oh, it's so kooky and weird. It's fucking right up his alley." But imagine we give Edgar Wright, a very talented man. Here's James Bond, a a, a property that, although the recent movie actually got good reviews, I, I heard it's quite decent to be fair yeah um but in previous installations it has been kind of dropping every single time people are kind of a bit fatigued on it so give him this and just go do whatever you want let's just see what you do yeah and look there it is it is interesting to see how they would take how he would take that world i suppose um i don't see i think if the studio doesn't go for it i can totally see him just doing his own story you know um, yeah. so we might get to see it in some form and everyone will be like oh yeah it's really a James Bond movie but you can't he can't call it that just give me a scene where James Bond drop kicks an old lady over a wall and I will be happy I'm, I'll be back in a, all in a Bond <laughs> I'm like what, fucking yeah what's your favourite of the Cornetto trilogy Um, I think it's Hot Fuzz Hot Fuzz is pretty good I like Shaun what, of the Dead what, well, I mean, it's in your name, of course. Well, and um, zombies, man. It's everything and, I love. See, I, I like Shaun of the Dead, but I think Hot Fuzz, it has the moment where he drops, kicks the old woman, and that always That's, makes me laugh. So it's a winner. It, like, I do, it's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's just absolutely. But yeah, but that whole movie, like, it's a lot more polished of a movie, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Shaun of the Dead is like all of the talents, but not as refined. Yeah. And Hoffuds is like a few years later and he's kind of perfected what he's looking for. Yeah. And so put that on James Bond and I think you have a winner there. Also, let him oh, make Ant-Man again. No, I don't think he'll do it. I don't think he'll ever be involved with Marvel again after what they did. Oh, man. He, not even new Marvel. Not even if Taika Waititi called him. Let them co-direct something. Yeah. Oh. Fuck me! No, I think I don't think it would work. I think it would be too like be two different too styles. Yeah, just like they wouldn't mesh. That would be really interesting, though. Like give each of them the same script and just see what happens. How each you're, of them. Take what you're it. thinking of is like Bake Off, but for directors. Exactly. 
I want to yeah. spend billions of dollars on an <gasps> experiment. And you get a guy called Paul Hollywood in and let him host it. Oh, yeah. Uh, because Hollywood and films. <laughs> no, because Paul. Lots of people are called Paul. Ah, oh, with Paul starring uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. <laughs> yes, it's all connected. It's, it's all connected. connected. I, um, I just thought of something, by the way. Edgar Wright, DC, you would let him do either a Booster Gold film and print money, or mm-hmm. let him do a Wally West Flash movie, and let oh, him, and then good. print money. I mean, can can I offer uh, another one? Okay. Uh, either Constantine, which I think would be very cool, <sighs> okay. or Plastic Man. <sighs> Plastic Man wouldn't be bad. Yeah, a lot of effects. A lot of effects. I, in I, see. Man. I was thinking Booster Gold because it's a character nobody knows, and that's yeah. kind of the idea. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'd like to see what he does with just a character nobody has any clue who they are just fucking go mad the Joker perhaps the, let him do the Joker <laughs> Yakin come back in <laughs> we're going to do Taxi again <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we've got a next piece of news Sean it's a small piece of news but are you in the mood for a bit more Harry Potter movies um, God, I don't think so, Connor. I no, genuinely don't. I'm not don't. talking about. I'm not talking about weird, amazing beasts. Where to find them? Where are they? Right? Okay. I'm talking right. about. I love the title. The Cursed Child movie. Um, Wasn't that shit? Didn't everyone not <laughs> like that? Wasn't that really bad? <laughs> Chris Columbus, the man behind multiple Harry Potter movies, uh, he directed. Mm. I think the first. Three? Two? three? It was the first two or three. Um, also, did Hobo Lord. He's, he's been around the block, has Chris. Busy. Busy uh, man. But he says that he would love to return to Harry Potter and direct the Cursed Child movie, starring all of the same characters, but all 20 years older, because it is the 20th anniversary, I think, of the first one. So I think Philosopher's Stone came out in 2001. Um, oh, although I think right. it's called Sorcerer's Stone in America. In America, yeah. Yeah. Because... Why, as a philosopher might say, uh, but <laughs> so dumb, so dumb. Uh, okay, like could, could an alternate headline to this just be titled "Director Wants More Money"? Uh, I I do agree, but Chris Columbus does have a bit of sway. So my point was, it's not just anybody; it's the guy kind of involved in getting it off the ground, and is like, yeah. you know what? I kind of want to go back and do another one. The studio's probably much more likely to listen to him. Cool. Well, Chris, do you have a good idea? Because we like to print money. That's interesting, because those first movies are a lot more optimistic as well, compared to where the series ends up. It gets a lot more grim and dark. So, mm. to, see, to see him then, you know, 20 years on... Because I think The Cursed Child is like, it's... the minist- Harry and all are working in the Ministry of Magic, and the kids, their kids are now in Hogwarts, and there's time travel involved... Yeah, like, and I think they're the right age now. Although Daniel Radcliffe still looks amazing. I think he still looks like 25, so... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I think the kid is meant to be 10 or something. Yeah, well, they did age him up, I suppose, at the end of uh, the really last weirdly. Harry Potter. Really weird. They just made him look worse. They didn't make him look older. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know, man. Like, this, this doesn't feel interesting uh, like I, do you do you just do you just think leave the first seven 
or first eight, I should say, and just let them happen. Even like say the Amazing Beast one, nobody really gives a shit. Just no. leave the first eight. Leave the first <laughs> eight. Like I, the see the the movies ha- were coming out along with the books for a while. Like there was there was a good few years there. It was just this massive yeah. run of Harry Potter. Um, but now I feel like you have people who are fans of it, and I think everyone like enjoys it or has a passing fondness for it in some way, shape, or form. But I don't think there's like the rabid nature that there is anymore. And I think making a movie out of the play that was released as a book that was fairly poorly received, I don't yeah. think that's the best way to instill hype. I don't, I don't know. I think JK's on the up in terms of publicity. Oh, yeah. She's a <laughs> fucking publicist lover, you know? Uh, if there's one safe bet in entertainment, it's JK <laughs> Rowling in 2021. She's doing well, she's doing well these days. <laughs> oh, God, she's um, awful. Yeah, I, I, I do think a Cursed Child movie, maybe just leave it. Um, but that is to say, I'm kind of setting up this news story basically as a warning to us and the listeners that this is definitely going to happen in probably in the next five years. Um, this yeah. will be announced, I'm pretty sure. And like, it's Warner Brothers... And so you have the HBO Max route as well. Uh, which is oh yeah, they're, they're going to go all in. Uh, because, I mean, and they'll make it a trilogy of the one book. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, you they're, you can't they're just make one movie up. anymore. Got, yeah, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Sean, we're going to finish off this week talking a, a week where you've come in sick. I have come yeah. in a bit coffee. We, we, we've, we've soldiered our way through. To talk about the big news story that I knew you were dying, dying to have a chat about. Undying, um, Connor. Undying, because last week when we started, uh, when I called you up to do the Dune review, the first yes. thing you said was, did you see the Morbius trailer? And I said, no, I haven't yet. And you were like, okay, and you kind of reserved yourself back in. So now I'm interested, Sean, because the Morbius trailer has come out, bringing Jared Veto to the big screen. Again, yes. it's been too long. Once more, gracing our retinas with mm. his face. Uh, um, Sean, what did you think of this trailer? You love Morbius, you love Marvel. How do you feel? Oh, see, the way you phrased that there sounds like this This should be made for me. Uh, yeah. But this, this looks really dumb, and not in a good way. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I was watching it, and there's so many positive reviews... So I was really interested to know how you felt because I was feeling negativity from you. Yeah, I'm maybe I'm biased because I don't like Jared Leto. Uh, mm, that's something I have to kind of temper myself. I'm kind of like I don't like Jared just because but, of the man he is. Yeah, but is this an okay film? I don't. I don't. It doesn't uh, fill me with. It feels. It feels less like, uh, as an example, less like the Winter Soldier. And it feels more like Blade Two, which Blade Two is pretty good. But, but 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 Blade Two is good in the time it came out. Like, and it, yeah, you take it. It seems more like Venom because it's in the same universe, Sean. It's got oh, the oh did they not hit you over the head with that hard enough? Oh, no, that ticket San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> feel he says we are Venom at one point. It's gas, lads. But like. <laughs> It feels like Sony is this kid at the back of the... No, he's in the front of the class, actually. And he's putting his hand up to the teacher saying he did his homework for two nights. 
just being like just showing off for the sake of it but they have like Sony has this one other property that's mildly successful <laughs> and so they have to use that to advertise this film because god forbid it stand on its own uh, Although it has to be a several- universe they have every Spider-Man in this as well because you have yeah. you've got Keaton, so of course you've got uh, Homecoming. Um, yeah. By the way, I rewatched uh, on Twitter so on my timeline. Somebody retweeted, you know, the scene where he finds out that he's Peter Parker. The red light, green um, light thing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a two-minute clip, and I rewatched. It, I was like, that's so fucking good. Oh so man, Keaton won an Oscar <laughs> for that one scene. But um, yeah, uh, but you have Keaton in it, so Homecoming. You've got Oscorp from the amazing Spider-Man movies. And then you yeah. also have a big poster of Tom Maguire's Spider-Man appearing in multiple uh, trailers so far. So, Sean, which universe is it in? All of them? None of them. Who knows? See, the thing is, is that... Um, I, I, I know... Okay. Uh, something got spoiled for me. I don't want to mm. spoil it for anyone else. Um, is it in the, at the Venom mid credit scene? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, maybe maybe it's the fucking long con, and that they've Sony has like cobbled together this wild mismatched version of multiple universes, and then they're counting on Marvel to sort it all out. <laughs> that would be great. They just give them like they like open up the drawer and they give them like a lot of elastic bands all in a big ball. And they're like, we did this. Yeah. <laughs> Do it better. Fix. Like, Fix. I, to be fair. I think the Amazing Spider-Man movie... I said this before, the Amazing Spider-Man movies fit best in that Sony universe, I think. Yeah, and, and look, the, I will say this. I do have a few positives. I have a few negatives from this trailer shot. Um, and I knew you were coming in negative. But I do have a few positives to kind of throw back at you. And that is, I think visually, CGI, I think character design-wise, I think this looks really, really good. In terms of, I think the crew behind the scenes, so not script, or <laughs> but like the guys doing the design, like I think he looks fucking fantastic when he turns. And um, mm. the CGI was a bit ropey in the first teaser, but that was like a year yeah. and a half ago. No, the, now, the, the transformation is impressive, especially when he does the hearing thing before he f- flies on the train. Okay, that looks weird, but the hearing thing of like his ears turn like. You can see them slightly resemble a bat's ears. And I was like, oh, that's a really cool, very small touch that yeah. I quite like. Okay, yeah. And other positives. I do like that they show the echolocation thing. I like yeah. that they show that in the trailer. Like, he's not and just... And he's Batman. Literally. He's, he's literally Batman. Um, I'm middling on the... You know, and maybe it's the trailer and they're just expositing very heavily. But all the bits where he's sick old Michael Morbius uh, and, like, walking around supported by two people, it's a bit much for me. Like, I think it's overdone. Yeah. So, I mean, it gets to the point across, he's real sick, then he becomes a vampire, suddenly makes a massive improvement, but he also now has a blood thirst and he wants to kill people. Um, yeah. Do we have a villain? Is there a villain exposited in this trailer? The villain is ourselves, Sean. Is, wow, is so he no. The Actually, there's my major fucking gripe with this trailer. And if anyone, I mean, talk about beating you over the fucking head with something. About five times I've counted, they tell us, they run the whole gambit of, is he good? Is he evil? Does he like to kill? 
Does he not like to kill? You could Don't end this whole bitch. city. You could kill this whole city. But you could save this whole city. Am I a hero? Am I a villain? Who knows? And at the very end, um, this is the, you, the, we have um, Gibson. Uh, Tyrese Gibson is just like, you're meant to save lives, not kill lives. And so now we're... I didn't get it the first six times. But the mm. seventh time it said it, I went, wait... I bet he has a bit of a dilemma in this film. I think maybe thing. he's kind of torn between doing good, doing bad. We don't know. Is he a bit of an anti-hero? It's very subtly done, but it's kind of there. I read between the lights. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's... Because he is a doctor, you know? Now, he's never... Like, he's a science... Like, he's a science... Do- like, he's never stated purely to be a medical doctor who took an oath to save people. Uh, but... I The whole... This is the thing with that universe is that they're only anti-heroes. There's no one who's good. Like, who's like, no, what you're doing is wrong. I'm going to stop you. So, which means that, like, this vampire beast has to come up against regular humans as obstacles. Uh, it's They also said um, you, you could either uh, heal the world or, or destroy the world. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty little... obvious choice for a good guy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, half the city uh, wants to kill you. The other half wants to save you. I just can't figure it out. You're a you're. Oh, he's such a mysterious man. I don't know what he wants. And I will say, the bat effects look really, really good. Hmm. Bat the, effects uh, look real good. When he turns, it looked real good. The CGI people are doing a great job on that. I will say. Um, what do you think of him gliding on the train? <laughs> cool or weird? Oh god, I don't know anymore. Uh, Take a look at goofy. I think yeah, it look it looks real dumb. It looks like a, a PNG of Jared Leto, uh, just like pasted over the train. He can and, fly. and it happens it right. It happened right after like the ear thing, and I was like, oh, that's really impressive. And then that happened. I was like, oh, that's not as impressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he can sometimes fly in the comics. I'm not sure. It depends. Uh, but I guess you could do that he's just like gliding like he's channeling wind I don't fucking know yeah he's channeling uh, wind I'm sure bats glide they channel wind yeah yeah they do uh, but I don't know I'm still not excited for this movie is my main problem with this trailer uh, like, see I, yeah I, I kind of always have to ask myself the question is it Jared or is it the movie mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it's always a difficult question to ask yourself. Um, and so I feel like I've seen some positives, but I also felt like I really don't really care. <laughs> about watching. It's like Venom 2. I'm like, it's fine. I'm sure it'll be grand. I'm sure it'll yeah. make like 400, 500 million dollars. Sony will be like, we've got two blockbuster masterpieces, two anti-heroes. So Marvel would be lucky to have Venom and Morbius. Yeah, and a couple of things as well, just on a, I'm on a still frame here. Uh, the Daily Bugle is in this, and there's a headline saying, Rhino on the loose, uh, yeah. zoo hoax fools us all. And then there's a thing that says, Black Cat, friend or foe. Uh, oh, so. Is Black Cat a friend or foe? Is Morbius? It's all over. Everything is up in the air, Sean. Spider-Man. Hero or menace? Uh, <laughs> How many times in this movie is somebody going to ask him, are you good or bad? 
that's the thing. Like some kind of grey it's just a grey universe in terms of morality. Like and I guess that's most things. I like the bit of the, the I like kinda like the horror element on the ship when he's like dragging yeah. into darkness. I think that looks pretty cool. That does look pretty cool. Uh see that's the thing, is it has those moments. But I'm also I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> is it gonna be good or bad, Sean? Will it save the world or end the world? Will it? Will the whole city save us or kill us? What about this movie? Is it going to be ultimately a uh, five or six out of ten? <laughs> I think someone Craven is going to wrong the wrong person in this oh. movie, and at the end, that person will go to uh, yeah, he'll go to Craven the Hunter. Sorry, I said I said I said his name earlier. Morbius is going to kill the wrong person. That person's family or loved one, maybe an Osborne, will go and hire Craven the Hunter. Uh, and where do those tombs come in? Tombs uh, sets up a support group for people. They get Tombs out of jail to try yeah. and catch him. Because they're like, you're the only person we know that can catch this vampire guy for some reason. Well, yeah, also, like, it's fucking why, like, because Tombs is in the MCU. But he's also here, and he's the same character, maybe? And why would they have him in if he wasn't important? Did you hear uh, Michael Keaton talking about them describing um, his character in this to him? Uh, So they were explaining all this, and he's like... uh, Keaton said, I go, "Uh uh-huh. And I'm thinking, you may as well be explaining quantum physics right now to me. All I know is I just know my guy, and I know the basics. So finally they're looking at me, and I just started laughing. And they said, you don't know what we're talking about, do you? And I said, no, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Just shoot the movie. I mean, yeah, just get it done. When is this coming out, by the way? Because January 28th, 2022. So the box office might be hurt by Moonfall. Oh, God. Yeah, it'll be Mm. a massacre. Oh, now, will this hurt Moonfall or will Moonfall hurt this? Is the question. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, both happen at night in parts. Do you know I what's worse? Is I kind of want to watch Moonfall more than this. I think so. I think I'd have more fun with Moonfall than this. Uh, I think this might like, be edgy. It could, yeah, it could be very like hot topic. Uh, I also think it's like it's coming out very soon after Spider Man No Way Home as well, which, for a reason. Perhaps for a reason, because uh, there might be multiverses. Well, there is multiverses. They say it in the Spider-Man trailer. There's mul- multiple verses to every song, and you have to sing your heart out, Connor. <laughs> no, I'm assuming. Look, there's multiverses we know in Spider-Man. Uh, my guess is they create a load of multiverses, and then this is like the next one up, and all the multiverses are just there. And Sony never asked Marvel what they were doing. They're just like, we're just going to fucking do it. And you better we're catch gonna, up. We own these guys because you made a bad business deal years ago. <laughs> Morbius is where the real money is. <laughs> so, so the Morbius trailer has come and gone. We don't have to talk about it again. Because I'm pretty Ever. sure this is hopefully the last trailer. Although they probably will bring another one out at like yeah, the start of January. One. I'd say so. Um, I'd say so. It's a end credits of Spider-Man: Far From Home. Morbius. Oh, it's going to introduce him. Is he good or bad? He could save the world or kill the world. I don't know. That's what Tom Holland says when he meets him. Really, just beat me over the head of the inner conflict of this character. I yeah, don't want to know what's true acting or subtlety. No. Just tell, tell, don't me. show. 
That's what I want to know. Is he good or bad in this scene? I don't know. At the, end, at the start of every scene, I want him to stay it out loud. Whether he's in a killy what? mood or a non-killy mood. I'm about to be bad. <laughs> oh, this is good. Oh, this oh, is good now. Good. Well, I better watch be. out. I'm like looking at everyone around me. Guys, better watch out. He's going to start killing. Some nudging strangers in the cinema. <laughs> um, so that's it for this week's movie Monday, Sean. What a week, Connor. Would you like me to take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks to all the patrons who support us over on Patreon. Link to that in the description, but big shout-outs go to Team Pika Pika won the annual New Zealand HRO Bird of the Year competition, and Waffles couldn't be prouder. Neither could we, Waffles. Uh, Fucking great day for the parish. Uh, thanks also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Wrighttime Evanson, Sean Grow Your Your Mo for a Bro Jameson. Uh yes, good cause. Good cause. Uh, Dominic, Josiah Florigal Green, and a team Irish Walrus Yanrus, Lil Dicky, the one replied with a maniacal laugh, they call me Jared Leto McGrew. <gasps> oh fuck. It's all Jared is back. Jared is back, there's no escape. Uh, shout outs also to Danny McLaughlin Ray I can't believe Wanda did this Sammy DeLucia Michelle It's My Birthday Brown A June Run 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 A June Run Run Luke Hoth uh, uh, but By the way on Michelle uh, it was her birthday last week uh, we gave yes. her the show, but her daughter drew an amazing f- Unreal. picture for her Amazing There's an amazing Go on to the Detective Dillman's discussion group yes. uh, on Facebook because it's there uh, Michelle's daughter drew the player and our logo and everything like that and it's, it's so cool it's too good it's more than we deserve honestly yeah I, I was looking uh, at it like I, I don't deserve this take it back so I, if I was there I would have ripped it up I said no well, more <laughs> no I would have cherished I, I've, I've contacted a framer uh, we we've gone it. different ways we've gone different ways you know you need variety in a podcast uh, <laughs> but we both love no, June you. that, that yeah. was so cool that was so, so cool, and I hope you had a good uh, and happy birthday as well. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to join those fine people, head on over to patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. All of the socials then, the Facebook group we already mentioned. There's also Twitter, which is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four, Connor. Don't okay. don't get that mixed up. I, I uh, would, because you said it so eloquently. Good. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Also, we on, I don't know anymore. Uh, also on Instagram, we're Heroes for Hire podcast. That's just all letters. Yeah. You're, you're familiar with those. Uh, every word is letters. Every word is letters. If you think hard enough about it, and email any questions or queries to Heroes for Hire underscore at outlook dot com. But I think that's about it, Connor. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Neal. and we shall see you all next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. I'm Mary from the Bay. And I'm Courtney from L.A. TJG is the podcast where we spill all the tea on your favorite reality TV shows, celebrity gossip, and everything in between. We're here to bring you our unfiltered opinions, hilarious commentary, and plenty of laughs along the way. We're two SDSU Delta Gamma sisters with a microphone and a whole lot of opinions. Each week, we dive headfirst into the wild world of reality television from Bravo to all the trash TV you could want. We break down the drama, dissect the latest scandals, and share our thoughts on everything from the jaw-dropping moments to the embarrassing antics. But that's not all. We're not here to just gossip. We're here to connect with you, the jurors, and share our love of all things pop culture. Whether we're dishing on the latest celebrity breakups, discussing our favorite guilty pleasure movies, or sharing embarrassing stories from our own lives, we promise to keep it real, keep it fun, and keep you coming back for more. Come judge with us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast.com.